Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is Doctor X. How was your uh, How was your weekend, Doctor X? You do anything exciting? Um, yeah, actually, it was a uh, it was a very good three day weekend. Um, it was uh, very well deserved. Um, I don't know what do we, what should I start with. So, uh, first thing I, w- I actually have a list of things that I want to pimp here. Oh, yeah. First thing, first thing that I want to say is that I, I watched the Smiley Face Killers movie. Yeah, that we kind of, it was fucking terrible. Oh. It was it was an hour and a half. So I look at the running time and I'm thinking like, okay, cool, not bad. Right? Um, written by written by Brett Easton Ellis. The trailer was very homoerotic, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm down. Uh, mentions Crispin Glover all over the uh, promotional materials. He's part of the cast. Okay, so it's got the weirdo factor. And then I watch it, and it's basically an hour and ten minutes of a, a melodrama about a uh, high school or a grad student. I'm sorry, college grad student that like goes off his meds and is cheating on his girlfriend with this other dude and um is being stalked by the smiley face killers and then the abduction happens in like the last 15 20 minutes and there's a little bit of a kind of cat and mouse game tussle and then he's killed and it's a a surprise so i I mean i understand like from a filmmaker standpoint you know if you're if someone is going to task you to make a movie about the smiley face killers i mean there's a couple different ways you can go about it and we know this as horror movie fans right right and what they tried to do, the filmmakers tried to do with this, is to do uh, just the story of one victim, right? Um, maybe not, he doesn't exactly have all of the traits of all the other victims, but it's kind of like a, a very strong sampling of all these people that are, you know, reportedly showed up and, and were victims of this death cult or whatever. So that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is you follow the serial killer. You do something more like Friday the 13th where it's all about Jason and it's all about, you know, the 15 people that he kills before the final girl subdues him. Right. They didn't do that. They chose to focus on, um, cause it's, you know, it's not a mass murder situation. It's one by one. They chose to focus on one victim, tell his story. And it's more about the victim's story uh, his personal life than the actual smiley face killer shit. So it was basically boring as fuck. So um, did they portray it as, and you know, excuse me if this is a spoiler, but I need to know, is it portrayed as one killer? Or is it portrayed as a group? No, it's a group. It's a group of about three individuals and there's some kind of Wiccan oh. cult that is, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want maybe I shouldn't use the word Wiccan there, but there, it, it has, some, there's a very strong connection to the water. And that's obviously why they're doing it. Now, in this movie, all of the deaths happen up and down the um, co- coast of the Atlantic Ocean in California. Okay. Right. Oh. Or Pacific Ocean. I'm sorry. Okay. So um, it, it's not exactly the same situation that we have in real life, sure. supposedly in real life, where it's up and down the 94 corridor and it's just in bodies of water along the way. This is very much tied to the ocean. It's very much a California thing. Um, which as far as I'm could, if what I remember from our show research, there really wasn't cases. It was more like a Midwest East coast thing. It had really, California was kind of untouched by it. Um, as far as I know, but I could be wrong. And, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, you're going to make a movie about this and you're going to hire Brady Snellis to write it. And, you know, kind of what I said in my tweet was that it wasn't gay enough. Like it was, it was frustratingly like 
Because the fact that he's like a closet case and like he's cheating on his girlfriend with this other dude and like. Oh, yeah, it sounds you know, like he's really unlikable. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's there, there's no likable characters in it. The girlfriend's yeah. a twat, the fucking. Yeah, they're all they're all like, but not like, you know, um, kind of like 30 something grad students you love to hate. It's not like that. It's not like the cast of Jersey Shore. It's just, they're just kind of like. There's no redeeming qualities. Like all right. they do is have problems and shit. And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're not like you don't really connect with any of them. All the guys kind of look alike. They're all like twink fucking, you know. And I just wish that it was it, it really made me wish that Greg Araki had done it. And I don't know if you're familiar with his works, but he did like Doom Generation and Nowhere and what Mysterious Skin, which is one of the best alien abduction movies of all I time really mysterious skin is on my list so has yeah ends up having nothing to do spoiler alert has nothing to do with alien abduction but in the meantime it's very very good yeah um and definitely it scratches all those itches that uh <laughs> that that smiley face killer is just kind of uh aggravated yeah so um yeah, I, I definitely cannot recommend that movie, and I usually don't like to shit on stuff, which is why I didn't try to write it for write, write it up for anything. What's for, your uh, uh, What's your rating out of ten? What would you give it? Oh, like a fucking two. I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was abysmal. I mean, for for the Brett Easton Ellis factor, I don't mind the fact that I paid five bucks to rent it, but yeah. like, you know, I think me and my kid watched Lethal Weapon two before that, and I honestly had more of an enjoyable time watching that movie with Mel Gibson, the anti-Semite for like the 30th time than I did. <laughs> watching, uh, this new one. Yeah. I just didn't, just didn't do it. Okay. Um, okay. So that was one night. Another thing is I finally, we finally got around to shooting that killer Santa movie. Yeah. I saw, I seen your pictures. Yeah. That was, that was put on hold. Uh, it's called sleigh ride and it's uh, written and directed by my buddy, Derek Brash. S L A Y. Yes, of course. <laughs> and uh, come on, we're not, you know, this is, this is, we know what we're doing over here. Um, so yeah, he, uh, he's a friend and we've collaborated a ton of times. We, we've been making movies together off and on for like 20 years. Mm. And, um, and we just kind of did a bit part, but it kept getting bounced around because of COVID and stuff. And uh, finally got a chance to film it this weekend, which means we had to like redecorate the house for yeah. Christmas. My and, lazy uh, ass. I would have just kept everything up. I don't care if it took place in May or June. I was just, <laughs> hey, we got I'll a movie. He's here. <laughs> shoot, shoot movies. I'm sure it's not the weirdest thing hanging up in your house because of a fucking because <laughs> it's going to be on camera because it's part of set dressing. Um, so there was that. The one thing I want to talk about that though is that while he was while he was there, I so he <laughs> he also besides being a filmmaker. He also um, hosts a lot of um, film festivals. Okay. He does it through Film Freeway or whatever. And, um, I mean, it's legit. You get an IMDb cred and you get a trophy if you win. And he does screenings either. Um, he'll do like a theatrical. He'll run out of movie theater around here. Or the last couple they had to screen online. Sure. But, um, I mean, they're legit festivals. And he asked me. Sometimes he asked me to be like a judge for him. Yeah. Which is i don't get paid for it it's like me doing him a favor he's like come on we need like 10 judges like will you be one yeah and uh i've done it a couple times and then i just started telling him no but he asked me um to do his the the newest festival he's got coming up is the real doc fest which is documentaries and um 
Yeah. So I wanted to, I want to mention on the show because obviously stuff that if anyone's work, I know your work, obviously yours isn't going to be ready, but like if anyone else is working on a documentary, um, short form doesn't even have, doesn't have to be like 70 minutes or anything. It can be, you know, five or 15. If, uh, if you have any documentaries on any kind of paranormal stuff or cryptid shit, um, submit it, you know, you can look, you can find it on Facebook. It's the real doc fest. Um, you can hit me on Twitter and I can give you a, a better link to it or something. Or I know we always say we'll put it in the show notes and then that never happens. So maybe if, if I think of it, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet out a link to it um, from the show's Twitter page. I could, well, I could definitely put it in the description. You'll just have to send me a link to it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I think submissions are open for another couple weeks. And then uh, I know that uh, I'll have to start watching the movies. When does so, this take place? I mean, I, I I would like to watch them. I'd like to be a part of the festival somehow. Oh, the doc, like to watch the documentaries. Yeah. Um, I, th- I don't know if he's got, I, th- so he asked me to do this one and another one. And I said no to the other one. Cause it sounded like a lot of fucking work. And uh, this one I agreed to. I think they're waiting to see whether or not COVID restrictions let up. Okay. And they can do a theatrical one. Because I know we've done theatrical ones in the past and I've gone to them. And and usually it's like an all-day thing. It'll be like during the weekend. It'll be all day. And they just screen the movies, you know, from noon until 10 p.m. or something. But the the past couple ones, he's had to do online only. So how it works is... You like pay your five bucks for your ticket and you get a password so that you can log in and you can watch all the stuff virtually. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of like not, I mean, whatever. It still supports the filmmakers, but let's face it. Like you want to go in the theater and watch stuff. It's the whole. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But for the time being, we have what we have. Yeah. So I think uh, submissions are open for a little bit and then, um, I would say the festival would probably take place in the spring. Okay. Well, actually, let me uh, let me just uh, kind of mumble here while I look it up on Facebook. <laughs> the stuff I should know already. Yeah, the real Doc Fest. There's a Facebook page, and uh, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think they have it decided. Oh yeah, it's it. May first. May first. Okay. Oh, and it is. Yeah, the they have the Weston Lombard Chicago. Well, yeah. So it's it's the cool thing about you and your friends working in hotels is that you can always <laughs> find places to host your shit. That's true. So, okay. So um, in Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, if you're interested in submitting, please do. And I'm a judge, so if it's cool, you'll definitely. And I'm a very persuasive speaker, believe it or not. Uh, so if it's good, I'll definitely, and you mentioned that you're a fan of the show, I'll throw some weight your way. Ooh, well, that's, so a, those, that's a sweet deal. <laughs> yeah. So those are the, that's really, that was this weekend. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not really doing too much creative stuff besides the podcast. Yeah. Just trying to figure out what 2021 is going to hold. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Well, speaking of, um, movies based off of events, um, I've been doing this. I, I've been I've been on this other podcast. I've been cheating, and I've been on this other podcast. Uh, <laughs> We're Polly here. Come on, you know that. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the, Polly, the Polly podcast, um, the Variety <laughs> Hour. Um, but so I've been um, on this other podcast now uh, twice a week, 
I don't know if they want me to, I think they want me to continue to be there twice a week, which is a, a very big commitment, but, um, but you know, I don't think they're too pressed on it. They've got each other. There's, you know, two hosts and they've got each other. Um, so that's great. Um, but it, the, we've been working on this three part series talking about, um, aliens and more specifically alien abductions. And, um, so they keep having me on because that's kind of, you know, more my wheelhouse than anybody that they've had on before, I guess. And, um, anyway, spoiler alert, um, they are pr almost pretty certain that they're going to have, um, Travis Walton on the show this Friday. And so, uh, we were talking about different, you know, famous abduction cases. We talked, we talked about the Hill case. Obviously we talked about the Walton case and, um, I went in pretty hard on, on, on old Travis <laughs> and I kind of, I feel a little bad now, um, about it, but, um, I don't know. I don't know if, if, if I'm the right pick, if they're going to have him on the show, if I'm the right person that they want to to be on it because you know there's a lot about his story that doesn't really add up and uh that that i've always questioned and you know i'm gonna ask him those those hard questions i, I fully intend on asking him the hard questions and so you know hopefully they're, they're okay with that but you know my my thing about it is that you know I, I don't care what your story is if you you know went up into an alien spaceship and you were gone for five days great cool wonderful that's that's amazing as long as as long as your story is true and if i ask you these difficult questions and you have a hard time answering them or just straight out refuse to answer then obviously there's an issue with your alleged story you know <laughs> so I, I guess i need to stop beating myself up over trying to be an honest reporter and asking the hard questions that everybody wants answered you know so um we'll see how that goes but i tried to watch fire in the sky and i couldn't finish it <laughs> well once you get through once you get through the two abduction scenes there's really it's it's more of like a character drama um i mean it was terrifying as a kid to watch it probably I mean, was I, yeah it was early i was 12 too. i was 12 when it came out and i remember seeing it in the theater mm -hmm. and not being prepared for um not being prepared for that scene when he wakes up in the when the when the when the maple syrup hits his face and he has a flashback of did you get to that part at no, least i didn't even get no I oh jesus no yeah suffer through fast forward through it fast forward through like okay. robert patrick and the uh, db sweeney's the uh who's the cop and i forget but like um you know just get to the abduction shit because whenever anyone talks to you about that movie they're not talking about Peter Berg's accent or like whether or not like Patrick, Patrick, uh, Robert Patrick was a realistic like Virginia logger or whatever. Um, yeah, they're talking about the two abduction flashbacks. Right. Okay. And the ones and it's basically one long scene. Um, there's what happens is they have a welcome home party for him and he kind of is 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 having some PTSD issues and he hides underneath the table in the kitchen and they can't get him to come out and he's freaking out under the table and while he does that he he knocks over syrup which rolls off the side of the table and it hits him and and then he has this flashback and it goes to him waking up in the spaceship after he was abducted okay. and it goes through um he kind of explores the spaceship a little bit he sees some aliens it suggests that the grays as we know them are kind of like bio uh biomechanical suits 
and then it shows you know the aliens that are inside and they basically take them and pull them into another room and rip his clothes off and put this plastic wrap over him that like kind of seals him to the table and then they shove guts in his mouth for some fucking reason and then poke poke him in the eye with some it's a really terrifying thing it's it it's that part is very very well done and it's a reason that people still talk about it and it's a reason that it's so famous it's very artistfully done um yeah i didn't even however, i didn't even get to the point to where he yeah, had made it however, back home so <laughs> it's, however it's it's a it's a it's a five to ten minute segment a two-hour movie yeah which it doesn't the rest of it doesn't make up for my whole thing with travis walton is that i that was my introduction to him and his story right sure and he's somebody that was on coast to coast kind of a lot yeah and, and um his story whenever and this is something that like whitley streber's done and it's like they start you know it was one and 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 this is something that we've talked about in the show how like the science changes and when the science changes our concept of these things have to kind of change yeah. with them because there's certain things that were said back in the 60s 70s and 80s that now are completely contradicted by modern science right and what travis walton and whitley straber have kind of started to, to metamorphosize their alien abduction experience into these like they, 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 these things are like angels of god or something i don't know it's i wh- what your guy what i was listening to the episode um where you were on and the, the host was talking about how travis's story differs from what was shown in the movie because travis said that there was more humanoid people actually human beings potentially on the spaceship mm-hmm. um and but that's not i i think that he's actually gone back again and said that um he thought it was more of a spiritual encounter and all this shit and when they start when they start doing the 180 and start talking spiritual shit it just sounds like they're trying to sell books to a new to like the new age crowd thank you you know what i mean (laughs) and it's not about it's not about alien life form and it's not about interplanetary travel or now or extra dimensional travel whatever and now it's about fucking trying to sell shit to the people that collect angels he's very very hollywood and that bothers me and it's just it feels like he's catering to to the group to sell things and so it's like and everybody's like yeah but he didn't come out and start talking about it immediately you're right but once he did come out and start talking about it immediately he didn't shut the fuck up and still to this day doesn't shut the fuck up about it so right (laughs) you know i'm just saying listen i'll talk to the guy i'll hear his story there's there's a lot of maybe one day we'll we'll cover it on its own or we'll do alien abductions or something but um yeah i he you know there's a lot about a story that just it sounds like bullshit um to me so i you know i don't know we'll see how that goes um but if we if he doesn't come on the show they're pretty confident that he's going to come on so but i can't say yes or no it's not well like yeah as long as they share his amazon link and the fucking, if, he, <laughs> if he sells three ebooks out of it you he know he came will, out yeah. of it. can i I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a quick digression real quick and just talk sure. about this kind of stuff so like there is this guy in chicago called christian christian piccolini and i'm gonna say his first and last name because he's all over fucking he'll he'll go on any show that'll have him and Kristen christian back in the uh late 80s early 90s was a skinhead on the south side of chicago he was a racist skinhead and he was a skinhead for um a couple years and uh then he got out of it right and wrote a book about it and he he self-published the book 
and the book started to kind of take off a little bit. And whenever uh, these news organizations, whenever someone needed to have a talking head to come on as a reformed skinhead, he came on and he would talk about his book and he would talk about the five, 10 years he spent as an, as a racist skinhead on the South side of Chicago. Um, and he kind of just was able to kind of piggyback that and piggyback that to the point where like now he's been on CNN as like a talking head about like white supremacy groups. Right. Yeah. Which kind of ties into today's topic. Yeah. Everybody in Chicago fucking hates this dude. Cause at this point he spent more time. He's fucking trying to sell this book and to fucking sell himself as an authority on skinheads than he ever was the skinhead, <laughs> right? And when he was the skinhead, he didn't even get up to that much nefarious shit. It's not like he went around kicking the shit out of black people. He would beat up other fucking white kids, right? <laughs> so, like, but this dude was very good at marketing himself. He had a product. Number one, you got to have something to sell. He's got right. the book. I, I bought the book. I read it. This, I wasn't impressed by it. Is this what the know? movie uh, Romper Stoppers based off of this guy? No. The Romper Stoppers <laughs> like 40 fucking years old. That's Russell Crowe. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if they've made a skin, if they've done a skinhead movie. But it, definitely not American History X. Get that idea out of your fucking head. <laughs> definitely, he's definitely not. See, fucking... that's why I went for Romper Stopper. I know that everybody right. knows American History X. Not everybody knows Romper right. Stopper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Like Russell Crowe's first yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, so this so this guy anyway was this were, were this guy's skinhead this is the reason i bring this up in comparison to travis walton christian piccolini and travis walton was christian piccolini a skinhead yes he was was some of the stuff that he talks about in his book did it actually happen most of it i'm willing to say 90 percent of the shit in his book is real 95 percent of the shit in his book is real yes Okay. Has he then take that spun that into a persona, which he was able to market, make a lot of money off of. And it has, he now kind of overstepped his fucking reach and spent more time at, you know what I mean? He's, he's almost an, he's more of an authority on being an authority at this point than he is at anything that he would have done 30 years ago. Yeah. Right. So like, that's the way I look at the fucking Travis Walton thing is I'm not saying nothing ever happened to the dude. He could have been, because, you know, there's a lot of things about, what, was he hiding in the woods for six days? Did he go on a bender and come back with this ridiculous fucking story? Maybe some stuff did happen. But at this point, (laughs) I think the the myth is so perpetuating and he's gotten so good at cashing in on it that he's found different ways to keep him and his story relevant. And once again, kind of like Christian, this is a story that at this point is almost 50 years old. Yeah. When's the last time, does Travis say anything happened to him, like in the summer of 2012 or something? Does he have any kind of update or no? No, is it like- nothing new. They might they, they might remake Fire in the Sky. Oh, I didn't know about that. I've been here. Well, I've been hearing those rumors for a while. Um, I was reading about it recently because I, I've been doing more research on it. And, um, apparently, I mean, there's, it's just rumors, but, you know, they could. Uh, Travis wasn't happy with, with the way the movie turned out he yeah. didn't it's not that he hated it he was in it um uh, but it's not that he hated it it's just that he um didn't he just it wasn't a great depiction he said but you know that's a hollywood depiction that's what it does <laughs> so right you know there's uh, and as i was saying that last night on the show there's not any movie that's based on true events that's actually like word for word what happened like that would be boring <laughs> so <laughs> got to sensationalize i don't know we'll we'll probably like i said we'll probably get into travis walton on a different day because there's there's a lot um to unpack and you know because like i said it's been a newfound interest now because i've been you know hit with the prospect of interviewing the guy so 
I've been really digging and, and finding different things and finding different claims from natives of the town, from people that worked for the, um, during the investigation, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, maybe we'll, maybe I'll share my secrets, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to let anybody on right now and let them know what I'm going to pull out of my sleeve on Friday. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. But speaking of, um, skinheads and white supremacists um <laughs> with oh uh, what's you want to know something super crazy i just saw this online yeah uh travis walton was on the joe rogan experience today today really yeah january 19th 2021 that's crazy that's pretty wild that's synchronicity right that's, there that right that is synchronicity <laughs> that is or maybe he's on a media tour and that's why your buddy's able to get him on friday it could be he's already done rogan so he's <laughs> like all right well <laughs> he's probably been on rogan a couple times if this is the first time i'd be surprised um maybe it is i don't know i i know he's been i've heard him on coast to coast tons but i this might be his first time on rogan yeah he doesn't rogan doesn't get too much into the ufo stuff because there's not a whole lot he tries to maintain credibility so he'll have you know um i don't even know who he, he'll have like bob lazar on you know what i mean but he's not gonna have like willie streber or anything fucking goofballs like that <laughs> all right well that, okay well, that's pretty cool that's that, that's um i don't know what to do with that information now thanks uh thanks universe um we'll see what happens there <laughs> so anyway back to tonight's topic um we've talked about doing this for a while <laughs> and i keep putting it off and uh i'm still kind of putting it off if you can't tell <laughs> but let's just get into it tonight we're going to talk about uh we're going to talk about q but now pat you kind of wanted to do this episode because you didn't know a lot about the group is that right and you wanted yeah to i mean gonna research it so for me i think we probably this was like <clears throat> right after i was fortunate enough to uh join you on this program i we, you know we kind of sat down and we came up with a list of topics we like to discuss yeah this was this was right at the top of mind um because yeah i wanted a reason to kind of sit down and do a deep dive yeah. even though like <laughs> i'm not saying i didn't research this week's topic but um you know for someone that had been blobbing to do this for so long <laughs> you think i would have spent three days on the internet hold up doing this and it was really just kind of like an afternoon and a half but um well because yeah that there's not as much to it as people think it's it's actually pretty simple um right yeah so it's not even though they 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 believe in a lot of different things um those individual things that they believe in and they follow those are different topics that need to have their own time or, or whatever i mean you know because they're just different um so basically Basically, QAnon appeared in what 2017. Um, yes, no, November 2017. And that's when they, that's that's when they, this guy shows up on I think it was 4chan or something, and um, starts making claims. I don't remember exactly what the claims were because I didn't 
I'm bad at researching, but it doesn't matter. This guy started making all these claims and people started, you know, he was referred to as Q and he's created this whole group of, of QAnon, which now has turned from one single guy to a group of people. Now it's more of a mindset than it is a single person. So what the gist of it is, is that they believe that the entire world is ran by this satanic cult who feed off of children and like there there's big pedophile rings and everything and they believe that this is the key point of this that donald trump <laughs> is basically like the savior uh and the only one that can oust these people the only person that's been willing to oust these people and has been actively ousting these people since he's gotten into office that's pretty much the 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 long and short of it i guess right and it kind of ties into um before trump was well right after he was elected there was a um a guy um that wrote a book called the trump prophecy and they actually made a movie about it which you can watch for free on amazon prime which is hysterical and i i totally recommend that you watch <laughs> i it. haven't watched it's it called, <laughs> it's called the trump prophecy uh, uh my my second favorite podcast after us the boys bible study they did an episode about it and basically it's this guy that had visions that trump was going to win the election and that trump was going to fulfill god's prophecy and and enter into there's there's a lot of uh fundamental christians that think that trump is going to be um because of his foreign policies with Israel, that he's going to be some kind of, he's going to bring about the end times by like doing this, like fucking shit with getting, get, that's why like he moved the U S embassy from, uh, in Israel to like their side of it and away from Palestine. Yeah. Because he's not acknowledging that is, as that area is Palestinian, he's Israeli. And that is kind of like moving, once the Jews return to Jerusalem, it's supposed to enter into the fucking final days or something. I don't know. I'm not a. He's like, not a, next, he's like a messiah. He's like a messiah to these people. But what's so crazy is that like he's a very non-religious, like non-devout person. Right. You know, he's he's got like <laughs> half a dozen fucking divorces, and he says like terrible shit all the time. Right. And but but the Christians are like the people that like believe in this Trump prophecy thing are like, yeah, I wouldn't have picked Donald Trump either, but the Lord works in mysterious ways. And they, they still think that like, he, this is like, there, there, there's a segment that think that he was chosen by God and this whole him being this, like the one person that's supposed to overthrow these child molesters and everything that, um, you know, because I mean, let's be honest. Like Epstein did have a fucking human trafficking. He did uh, yeah. thing going on. Like this, stu and, th and that's the problem real. with this stuff. It, it's they take stuff that is true, and they come up with their own explanation, and they weave together this greater narrative that is a little bit more problematic. And after going through all the Q stuff, and your friend Ann was nice enough to send me a link to the. Um, basically, it's the whole the entirety of all the Q dumps are yeah. put together in one pdf that you can read and you're right there's not a lot there <laughs> and about a third of it's fucking memes okay yeah <laughs> um which is even crazier if you think that it's jfk jr which we'll get to later oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. like jfk jr's over there making fucking memes superimposing donald trump's head into a hunt for red october poster like motherfucker i don't think so but you know one of the things that the, there's a lot of i don't want to say that it's like where there's smoke there's fire but like 
you know, one of the, one of the memes that they posted was about how the Democratic Party is in bed with mainstream media, and they go through and they talk about all the fucking the people that work for ABC News or CNN or uh, or whatever that are married to people that worked in the Clinton administration, that worked in politics, that worked in the Obama administration. I mean, look at the Cuomo brothers. Like, that's not weird to you? Like, the fact that Andrew Cuomo is the Democratic governor of New York City and that his brother Chris Cuomo interviews him all the time on CNN? Like, you don't think that – you think there's unbiased journalism there? Like, I don't think so. It's just – that's just as hinky to me as, like, when the Bushes were, like – president like you know where you had one george bush and then eight years later you had the other george bush and i was like what the fuck you know um does it mean that the world is run by satanic molesters no <laughs> but yeah but there's an there's is an overwhelming amount of evidence to suggest that like yeah there's a lot of husband and wife mother and daughter family members where one person is in politics and the other is in the media and how could they potentially exploit those relationships to form a narrative right well, and it's not i mean I, I don't think that you know even though like you said is 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 there is it unbiased well no of course it's not um or you know there's there's definitely a lot of a lot of bias going on there and there's definitely a lot of you know making themselves powerful we all know there's government corruption come on we're, we're not stupid um and i don't think it but i don't think it's far-fetched for all these people to be in this to be like in the family business because they start off i mean these kids start off as rich kids that are already set up to do things like politics or you know media or all these you know big name um jobs i guess all these rich people jobs and I, I, that's not a surprise to me um you know it's not a surprise to me that um, these these big box companies, um, you know, these big corporations, uh, these big CEOs own pretty much the entirety of the United States. It's all owned by just a couple of people. Um, and, but we all know that. I mean, we've all known that for a long time. I, I don't know if everybody remembers the uh, the <laughs> the ninety nine percent, but you know, when those Wall Street protests were happening, that was a big deal then, and that was kind of right before. Um, I mean, that was that was during Obama's second term. It was, um, I believe, well, it might have been first and a second, but it was pretty much right before, you know, Q started happening. So it's not like we don't recognize that there's a connection in things because there definitely is. But however, Q lies a lot about the connections to some of these people. Um, for instance, the um, what's his name? The the QAnon uh, horn hat guy that is having an organic diet in jail right now sure um, that guy i think the audience knows who you're talking about you don't need to use name, his, that, yeah that guy you don't need to use his slave name we know who you're talking about <laughs> like there's pictures of him with with somebody and they claim that it's nancy pelosi's nephew or some shit that's just flat out a lie like it's not that's right. not real yeah. you know and they do that shit a lot um, they make a lot of claims there's like a whole list of of their claims that you can find like predictions and none of them ever come true ever <laughs> and it's like once a month there's like a new oh the storm it's coming you know and um that, that's what they call this it's the storm and nothing ever happens so i mean that it's hard to take the things that they do that that they do have some credibility to and and give them any kind of inch of credibility because of the incredulous things that they constantly say <laughs> so um 
are there big pedophile rings going on yeah yeah they are um it's not the way that everybody thinks they are uh but but they are they're they're happening is every single person that's in politics or hollywood are they all pedophiles no not all of them <laughs> no <laughs> there was one so this we'll kind of we'll kind of have to go back and forth just because so QAnon basically believes in pretty much every single conspiracy theory out there um that they basically believe in all of them but there was um one specifically that that really got me very angry with with the community was um that Steven Spielberg is the reason why the girl from uh Poltergeist the little girl I can't remember her name but he's he killed her and I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, and they say that he um, he raped her so severely that she bled to death and died, and that is just not fucking true. Like you know, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know much about Spielberg. I, you know, he might be raping kids. I don't know. I doubt it. But you know, this this child died from some type of issue that she had had for a very long time, and you know, you talk about saving the children and caring about kids. But you're going to shit all over the family members that have actually lost a child to something that they couldn't have possibly imagined happening in their lifetime, you know? So it's just, it made me so angry um, at that point that it did make me research into it a little bit more. Because you see crazy shit, it's the internet. You're, you're going to see crazy stuff all the time. But I don't know. This one, I guess, kind of hit closer to home. I'm not sure exactly why. <laughs> she she had a um there was like an intestinal blockage yeah and which gave her septic shock and i think she died of a heart attack and right Um, ultimately it killed her yeah yeah which like i i mean i'll i'll be completely honest like i wasn't there so i can't really i i can't have your level of certainty for it um you know i don't i don't know i don't know but i mean i think that's the problem is that listen there are there's a lot of nefarious shit that happens in this world that's covered up and there's a lot of weird random shit that just happens too and not all of it's connected and the problem is is that your average bystander has no way of proving things one way or the other like it doesn't matter how much you google ashers you can't be certain of what happened to that girl you can you can you can read enough on on uh, you can read enough evidence on that points in one direction, but unless you were in the room when it happened, you don't know. You're reading other people's assessments of what of the of the facts, right? And that's the problem. I think the the larger problem with QAnon and the reason that it exists is because we live in a world where there's too many fucking voices spouting too many different ideas, and we as an audience get to pick and choose what voices we listen to. So it's really easy to build yourself a bubble on social media if you only follow certain types of Twitter accounts, right? If you only read news from certain news organizations, your whole entire worldview can be drastically shifted and and kind of aimed in one direction just based on who you get your news from. And, you know, these people that don't believe mainstream media or think that it's biased or, or you know, or have gone to getting information off youtube or or you know these these fucking random twitter accounts and stuff um you know it wasn't so long ago that i remember you know being the type of person that wouldn't buy a cd at you know record town i would go to you know a a, a 
uh, some reckless records on the north side right that i wouldn't go by i wasn't interested in reading whatever tom clancy book everyone else was reading i'd go buy a zine from somewhere or you know chuck palinuk or something right like i I get the attraction to stuff that's not mainstream i grew up listening to punk rock so like i I get this shit i get the appeal of it i get how sexy it is and how exciting it is but you know i think that you can like no effects and the rolling stones and i think that if you want to be a lover of music you have to learn to appreciate both and these people that that kind of do this QAnon dive um I think that all of their audience, just from what I've seen, because you're right, the, the the data that's released by by Q, whoever Q is supposed to be, it, there's not a lot of it, and it's kind of very suggestive, and it just speaks like in generalities. Right. It talks about the Great Awakening, which is supposed to happen, but doesn't give too many details how or why. There's, and you're right, there are certain dates that that have been given and that have been proven wrong. But anyone that knows anything about this stuff knows that if you want to keep the if you want to keep the lie going, you can't give dates. You can't give specifics because if you do, then you're going to definitively be proven wrong. So these Q and I saw that list that you were talking to about Q predictions have been proven wrong. Right. I wonder how many of those were actually made by these Q data dumps on 4chan and how many were made by their followers. Because that's that's the other thing about this whole Q thing is that you know, there's a core group of, there's a core nugget of information, but everybody that comes to it seems to have their own interpretation of it. And there's, and there's lots of like, there's the main theory, but then there's all these fringe theory theories that some people suggest subscribe to, right? Some people think that Q's actually JFK Jr. And that he faked his death in the nineties. And this is him. I don't know doing this from a cabin in connecticut or some shit some people think that this is trump playing playing five-dimensional chess against the chinese and that really it's about trump versus the chinese and it's us at war with china it doesn't really have anything to do with pedophiles and all this other stuff that's a part of it but what the, the what this is really about is foreign policy and then some you know um I don't know. I've been ranting for a little bit. No, it's okay. It's all right. (laughs) So what is, are these extremist, okay, everybody hates this term. Now it's become uh, a a degrading term, which really, I hate it. it. It pisses me off. But these are extremist conspiracy theorists who have always been around. I remember, I remember when Obama got in the office. Okay, this is when I really took an, an interest into these things, and, and and 2012 was right around the corner, and everybody was talking about the new world order, and every you know everybody was talking about these big, huge things. Those people are just Q now; <laughs> they're the same people. You know, this isn't a new idea. Um, it's just that it seems to be growing and possibly that's because you know we have the internet everybody just spent a year in their homes and had nothing to do you know except for you know let their minds run wild uh, you know i i'm not sure entirely you know i think it's a factor of a couple of different things but you know obviously it's growing which you know you would think like in my case i'm like oh that's great then um you know then the movement's getting bigger wonderful you know except it's not because just like with me and the travis walton thing i don't give a fuck about a fun story i give a fuck about the truth and these people could care less about what the truth actually is 
And I think that's why, I mean, I don't know, researching this was very difficult. And I think the reason why is because I kind of see it in the same light as religion, except for with religion, nobody knows what the hell is going to happen when you die. So like, I can forgive that, right? Because I don't know. I can't say anybody that follows any type of religion is wrong because I don't fucking know. Except these people, it's not, you know, they don't have that idea of like, we don't know. Like most of the shit they say is so easily disproven that they just continue to be willfully ignorant of it in spite of being, having a sense of community. I don't know. I don't get it. I guess. I I don't, I don't know. (sighs) That is. Just wanted to be part of something bigger. I'm not sure here's where here's where it gets tricky and i think this is the exact thing that you were you you told me earlier you wanted to avoid doing with tonight's episode (laughs) is that so then you gotta look at like why do people believe this because so here's 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 i think where we're at in this conversation so far kind of given the reader's digest version of q started on the internet uh basically it's it's claiming that trump is working um with these he's fighting a secret war against hidden enemies and some there's a little there's a little um some people think the hidden enemies are the democratic party some people think that it's the chinese some people think that it's the satanic pedophile cult every you know there's no cohesion there but the stuff that people are in agreement about is that donald trump is a patriot and that he sacrificed everything his name, his all the all this stuff, his family, put his family through all this to fight this war against the enemy. And who the enemy is changes, right? If you were to ask right. some of these Q supporters who the enemies were over the summer, they 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 would not have mentioned police officers. But if you see what happened in the riot on in the Capitol two weeks ago, obviously they had no problem hurting police officers so right you know so you're right and and there's a fair amount of that going on here where the goal the goal post tends to move right where certain things that you know that were uh were set in stone earlier in the narrative because mind you this is only three years old right okay well yes and like i said it's it's just an involvement of the people that have already been here i believe well no so here's here's something that that i like I want to talk about real quick. So like, I remember uh, back in the nineties and, and hopefully we have these guys on from the kick mom po- podcast, but there was a comic book, the invisibles that I talk about all the time. And they were very, one, one of the plot lines of one of their, one of their story arcs was about um, the polio vaccine being a way to introduce nanobots into the population. Right. And I think X-Files had the similar thing too, where they were trying to inoculate everybody against this disease that the aliens were going to carry. So like these ideas of vaccines being mass immunization being used for nefarious needs. It's not new. No, it's not new, but, but it was kind of like when you talked about it, like in the realm of like the invisibles or the X-Files, you were like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, maybe. But now think about, the fact that the anti-vaxxer movement has taken that same plot line that we all thought was dope as fuck when it was in the X-Files and the Invisibles. And now they're saying that it's real and we shouldn't take this COVID vaccine or fucking whatever. And think about how much like venom we have towards them, even though all they're doing is parroting back to us something that we thought was cool as fuck 20 years ago. But now it's, it's like that kid that like comes to the party, like wearing like a shirt from like, 
last year's band or something you know it's like a dude shows up with like a fucking panic at the disco shirt you're like whatever dude like get the fuck out of here like those guys aren't cool anymore <laughs> you know what i mean it's like that i feel like that's how we're treating these guys like conspiracy theorists are so fucking snobbish that like these guys are showing up with like theories from back in the day and we're like like whatever you know they're like no 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 seriously and that that was an and that's another thing from invisibles too is one of the story another storyline is that there's this giant fucking rich people have this giant pedophile ring where they fucking human traffic people right so like these ideas aren't exactly new but them being weaponized and attributed to like this stuff is true and trump is the guy fighting against it i almost wonder if QAnon existed in some form that wasn't tied to trump being the fucking grand savior if people might pay more attention to it because i think that that that's part of it that is kind of the most ridiculous and that's quickly being proven the most wrong is that donald trump is this gigantic fucking patriot that is 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 this agent of q and doing all this the stuff. easiest thing to prove wrong i mean i don't know <laughs> right well that's like kind of what we got tonight's before we hit the record button we were talking and i'm like well in 20 when this show goes live either he's gonna be out and this whole thing's fucking over and QAnon might just be a distant memory or the capital might be burning and someone you know uh, yeah. fired use the hammer of god or whatever their fucking super space weapon is that they talk about and you know burn q into the fucking mall you know i well so i mean even though like the name is probably going to change it's probably going to evolve and be something else i i don't see these this particular group of people going anywhere anytime soon um just because they've they've always been around um no, yeah, but they used uh, to be X-Files fans. That's my point. Well, <laughs> yes and no. You know, back in my, my local news station shared an article that was comparing um, the election when Abraham Lincoln was elected, comparing it to now and how when, when Lincoln was elected, he, it was he was also accused of rigging the election. There were all kinds of these big you know theories that people had none of which were true um so this this isn't none of this is new <laughs> you know it's just instead they're all they're just putting everything together they're just throwing the shit on the wall and seeing what sticks you know and that's what they're doing here and then it, when it sticks for a second they run with it then it falls off the wall and they throw something else <laughs> you know that's all it is um right so the i mean these kinds of people will always be around you know, but what they don't realize, and the thing is, is that I, I do genuinely think that they believe what they're, what they believe in. I do. And that's the sad part. Um, oh, no, they do. They, they, do. they, they yeah. And, um, you know, I, I feel badly for them, but what they don't realize is that they, they're, you know, they're, they're hurting the truth, you know, just like, um you know i've i kind of talk about like like fake like cryptid and paranormal videos and stuff like that it hurts it hurts the actual community the actual people that are out here digging for this for the stuff and and then they come along and they just they you know shit all over the credibility and and it's like wow thanks now you made all of us look bad <laughs> because you're an asshole you know so they they don't realize you know because they're not they can't for some reason they're incapable of taking a step back and looking at everything and 
which we've again we've talked about before on the show making it all make sense that's the thing they think all this stuff is tied together but when you really sit if you sat with one of those cork boards and really tried to piece it all together it, it doesn't all connect <laughs> it's it it unravels pretty quickly when you start doing that and they're incapable of doing that for whatever reason i think the thing that was probably hurt the most is our concept of patriotism because un unfortunately these people have like have made it a part of their brand is that you know they're 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 patriots they are the real patriots donald trump is the real patriot he he personifies patriotism because he's fighting this war that he's not even fucking fighting so it's like the fact that that is the face of patriotism now the way that he acts and the way he responds is the way that a patriot responds it kind of creates this um I mean, it, it it creates this culture that this is what American is and this is who we are and we're not. We're not. And it's all, right. you know what I mean? And I think that to me is the most damaging. And, and something that you brought up earlier about like how we've seen all this before and you bring up the Lincoln thing. I wanted to bring up the satanic panic of the 80s. Yes. Because yes. That, that might be a little bit uh, before your time. But I mean, like, I remember my, oh God, I, I could, I could i'll tell you so well i'm obviously on the show to talk and tell stories i might as well but like the, i remember my mom having me convinced that satanic cults were all over the fucking place it was a big thing right yeah and you know uh dungeons and dragons was evil and metal was evil metal heavy metal music was evil and anyone wearing anything that was snake adjacent was a satan worshiper and that um all of this stuff and it, that was just fucking nonsense like dude i play D, &D all the fucking time now and like there's nothing satanic about it right. at all at all and i mean if, i guess people can be goofballs about anything but like you know if if you're if if you become co-opted into worshiping the devil from playing a pen and paper game then i don't jesus keep them away from fucking buffy i mean <laughs> final fantasy like you know don't let your daughters watch buffy they're gonna become lesbian witches you know although honestly <laughs> most of the buffy fans please let them watch buffy <laughs> yeah of all the buffy fans i've met there's lots of lesbian witches there, so maybe that's not too far off um i don't know so i mean like that's always been a thing the satanic panic deal and that's something that i think we yeah. we as as a protestant you know christian country like who why wouldn't we see, you know, Satanists as being this kind of like adversary lurking in the shadows? And, and it's funny that I even use that word because I don't know how much time you spend around uh, Protestants, but they like to use the word the adversary instead of talking about the devil. You know, like, oh, I was feeling weak today, but it was just the adversary trying to kill my spirit. You know, or I don't know, whatever. It's linked. Because they don't, if they feel if they say the word Satan, it gives him power. So they refer to him as the adversary. So, I mean, the fact that we kind of would create, like, Superman's kind of boring on his own, right? He needs Lex Luthor. Batman needs the Joker. So every once in a while, we kind of invent these imaginary enemies just to have somebody to pin shit on and to, to go up against. And the idea of there being this satanic, uh, like, cult of uh um that's trying to destroy democracy and destroy our country it's kind of a recurring th thread that pops up from time to time and unfortunately there's a lot of weird fucking sick people out there that do crazy shit they do and, right. and, and it lends credibility different. something's wrong with them that you know they definitely they they take it way too far like there's extremists and then there's like super extremists and they take it 
way too far and that 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 would be like the cap i I would agree the capitol building people that that ended up you know getting in uh, i think would be just way out there (laughs) you know i would consider that um you know and mass hysteria is also very much a thing you know you you get enough people afraid and and you can tell them almost anything just because they're so fearful and, and they don't have the answers so they will look to anywhere they can to get any type of of answers um and that happens you know we've seen that in examples of like the salem witch trials and the uh the dancing plague and uh where was that romania or some shit um you know but we see that we've seen that stuff happen as well now granted we're a little more civilized than we were back then uh not much but a little bit um so you know every time one of these groups emerge again and and gain steam and they become popular again um we're not killing a bunch of people but hopefully you know we don't ultimately get to that point and let it get to that point um we came pretty close a couple weeks ago we did that's exactly what they wanted to do it was yep exactly and so now we're kind of you know at this point where i think what's important is for if you're concerned if you're legitimately concerned about this particular group of people and what they could be capable of doing you know as crazy as it's gonna sound um i suggest you uh kill them with kindness really um i highly suggest breeding into um deprogramming and um how to how to talk to these people in a way that you can get them to listen because you've got to understand again they very much believe the things that that they're saying or you know reading about or whatever and so you know first of all you need to in order for for you to even for them to take you seriously at all you have to gain the trust with them and then from there you have to go through different deprogramming techniques and uh <laughs> you know it's sad to have to say that but i mean these people are they're basically a cult i mean they're they're indoctrinated and so you have to help them come out of it if you have a legitimate concern and you know what most people unfortunately aren't they're not going to take the time to even do that so <laughs> i i unfortunately i completely agree with you it's right yeah i had um i had over the past week and a half um a family member of mine who i knew was kind of like right leaning Mm -hmm. um and they uh i basically just kind of instead of wanting to argue about stuff and i could i mean i won't get into it here i guess i could but I probably won't. Um, I mean, I can even chart how this whole thing happened about how, how they kind of got into this. And it wasn't, it, 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 it kind of comes from racism. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess. I hate to say it, but Zeno, let, let me, let me, let me walk that back a little bit. Let's not say racism. Let's say xenophobia. Let's say, I think that's probably a better word. It's not so much about racial superiority as it is about fearing, um, fearing cultural changes or other cultures kind of developing the prevalent prevalence prevalence that uh white society has enjoyed for uh historically so um and that i think is a little bit different than racism but i mean people want to argue about that fine 
But basically, um, you know, I knew this person was right leaning and exhibited some of these characteristics and posted some stuff that was a little suspect. And finally, after the, the, the riot happened on the Capitol, they posted something about Antifa uh, being (laughs) responsible for it. And they did it the day of, right. It was, it was like that night. And I was like, well, let's see how this plays out. And then as you know, they started to break down the footage of who was actually in Pelosi's office and all this stuff, who these people were. um, You started to realize that uh, these were very much, just white people (laughs) so most of them looked like kind of like rednecks so then that story changed so then i I contacted her one-on-one this family member and was like let's talk about this because i want to hear what you have to say i'm not here to goof on you i'm not like recording you so that i can go on my podcast later and spill my guts about what a lunatic you are like i'm i'm genuinely like interested like let's hear what you have to say about this and um what struck me the most was and mentioned this earlier but what struck me the most was moving the goalpost how like something is like this is what the theory is on monday and you know and then because everything's always like the net's just about to close trump's about to finally launch his master plan and it's you know he's waiting to the last minute and then the feds are going to swoop in and arrest all the democrats and that's why you know at one point she goes why do you think there's so many troops in washington right now for this inauguration there's never been this many troops in washington for an inauguration there the troops are there because they're going to arrest the senate because they have they finally have evidence that they threw the fucking election and i was like no people broke into the capitol with zip ties and guns and we're going to kill the fucking members of the senate and that's why there's fucking security there you know what i mean that's why this you're right historically we haven't had these issues with inaugurations but look at what you're fucking the culture you're doing is fucking yeah i mean but that doesn't mean everyone's gonna be arrested yeah well well it's it's to it's to preserve order in the face of chaos because we're going with china monday night like okay well it's fucking tuesday now and it hasn't happened so what what does that mean well you know no but like dude trump's not office tomorrow it's over it's fucking over, dude. It never well, happened. They still say, though, but uh, he's not leaving. They, there's people today that are saying that he's not leaving tomorrow. And it's like, so so what's going to be the next theory when he does? It's like, what what what, what are they going to come out with next? I mean, it's kind of a I, bad soap opera, you know? I honestly think that they're going to just run out of gas at some point. And I don't think there's going to be a grand apology from any of these people. I think they're going to think about it. Like they, they think about that summer that they were really into fish, you know, (laughs) and, or or like OAR and like, remember when OAR were a fucking thing and everyone thought that OAR were really badass, And now nobody knows who the fuck I'm talking about right now. When I mentioned OAR, it's like that, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, and they're from and they're from ohio um exactly no fucking clue so i think this is just gonna be like a hey remember when thing and that's the unfortunate part is that the damage that these people have done with their goofy fucking conspiracy theories and the amount of like like hatred and like malcontent that they've spread they'll even forget about it six months from now when this whole thing this is my honest to god if you want me to prophesize for a second nothing's gonna fucking happen these people are gonna be too proud to admit that they were wrong so they're just gonna fucking move on with their lives they're gonna accept biden's not the worst thing in the world they'll find something else to fucking rally behind or hate like i think that like because q's been noticeably quiet for a couple months now i think whoever these crackpots were and that started this whole thing 
head for the, they took whatever money they could make off it because right. right off the bat they were asking for donations to yeah. research this shit right. which is like anytime somebody creates a paypal account and asks for donate you know what the fucking deal is they're just trying to make money these people took whatever they took they ran off there'll probably be a documentary about them 20 years from now but like they're not sticking their head out anytime soon because they realize that they might the feds might be coming for them next yeah. When, when you know what i mean when biden gets his office his first order of business might be find out who the fuck started this shit and string these people up or they're just or maybe not maybe they'll just let the whole thing go away and say okay these these four college kids are hiding with their tails behind their fucking head or you know with their tails behind their back they're just they're out of the picture I hope there's gonna be no new dumps do that i hope that they honestly do hold people accountable i think the reason why stuff like this breeds is because we have just as just everybody every group every single individual doesn't have a good sense of accountability as a, it's hard accountability accountable is difficult it's who, st- <laughs> who started the richard gear gerbil story <laughs> what i don't know i don't know either <laughs> you're does right does it matter did, did they have to bring these people like that's the thing is that like if they brought somebody to justice and said that like that like this was the guy that brought that made up the richard your gerbil story and and he like lost a loss you know like like think about how many times the the national Enquirer loses like defamation lawsuits yeah. you know what i mean sure. do they stop being the national Enquirer? no they're just like all right whatever fine fuck yeah, you here's 15 million dollars right you know? right i agree with so, that I, I guess i just mean on a more on a more personal level on a more values type of of level not so much a let's actually go out and like find this person and you know just like being a white person and and watching someone be racist and not saying anything you know your compliance is the same thing as guilt you know so like you shouldn't just be like that's fine you know just like when you go to thanksgiving and you have the crazy uncle and i have the crazy uncle that will go on and on and on for hours about this shit you're not like okay dude listen (laughs) let let me tell you about this you know nobody's stopping these people from doing it because they're just like ah they'll just go away you know but then what happens when they don't go away they storm the fucking capitol building that's what happens well in, in my case with my person i kind of have just framed it to her as like okay like i like i she sends me these youtube links and i watch them and um everyone that she sent me that has given any kind of timeline has all been proven wrong right and i'll be like okay well um you know hey this video that you sent me and that's the thing is sometimes she sends me videos that are like a week old and they have already been disproven and i'm like did you even watch this (laughs) or are you just like is this like i honestly think that some of these people it's just like a fucking email chain that they're on. It's like a chain letter. Yeah. And they just keep forwarding these posts and forwarding these memes and forwarding these YouTube links. And they don't even really watch them. It's just more like, oh, have you heard about this? It's like it's like having to know like this, the, the latest fucking gossip. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I heard China's got fucking uh, human farms and that we're going to use Odin's hammer to fucking crack the surface and uh, and nuke their nuke their uh, facilities from the underground because they have bunker bases where they're harvesting stem cells and all this. And you're just like, what? And oh, my God, you got to watch the video. And it's like, did you, yeah. did you watch the video or you, did someone repeat it back to you? You know, So, like, yeah, I mean, I've been sent links that, like, have been expired. And I'm like, this video has been, was taken down like a week ago. Oh, it's an old link. I'm sorry. I'm like, why the fuck are you still sending it around? Like, you don't know that? Um, and then you watch these videos and they talk about something that's going to happen on Wednesday. And it's, 
already Thursday. And you're like, well, that didn't happen. And she, oh, but the timeline's not important. It's it's all going to happen. It's all going to happen. The timeline's not important. And it's just at that point, you see that the person is once again moving the goalpost. And it's like they're they want this to be true so much that they're literally warping reality around it to make the narrative consistent. But number one, and this is why I think that the tomorrow or, or, you know, on the 20th, we'll see the end of this unless a suitcase nuke goes off. Um, I think that you there's going to be a vacuum where there's going to be no more queue. Right, make making these fucking assertions or these data drops. There'll be no more Trump in the White House to like try to say that all his stupid fucking tweet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all, you want it's gonna. There's gonna be a vacuum just naturally. He's off Twitter. He's off social media. Right now, he may get back on Parler and do whatever, but like that's not the fucking same thing. No. Right, and he's not going to be the president anymore and it's going to be hard to keep shaping these narratives keep warping reality around this idea that he was a plant and that he was this patriot that was fighting this war you know what i mean like i I feel like the whole thing is really going to run out of steam when he's gone there's gonna be a lot of disillusioned people and you might see like you're gonna see a lot of people just kind of turn around and go home and then i think you're from a hardcore group of like because militias have always been around right you're gonna you might see like them splinter and go off in different directions and you might see the people that were hardcore racist versus the people that for it wasn't really about race it was about um the democrats and the child molesters and the satanic stuff right you might get one group one group is more racist one group that's more religious fanatics right they might they might kind of splinter into different groups that are where the beliefs are more cohesive because that's the only thing that i think stopped this from getting even bigger than it did was that there really was no cohesion of belief outside of the fact that trump was a patriot which is the most ridiculous aspect of this whole thing anyway yeah you know well you know one thing that these people need to do and it's very simple um they need to calm the fuck down these people are going to die of heart attacks at an early age because they get so upset and worked up you know you were talking about how you're you were trying to talk to your person and and you just you know honestly ask without judgment you know when i try to do that it it's always taken horribly and you know it, it ends up you know me being just trying to understand and me asking questions and then when i ask the questions they get angry and they're defensive and then that goes to the name calling right. stuff like that um you know case in point which is not you know just to show that these people it's not just q um these people exist in all groups um was the megalodon argument that i got into i don't think I've, i i know i shared it with you but i don't think i've mentioned it at all on the show because it just was kind of drama anyway one of my cryptozoologist friends posted an article um and had mentioned that uh, about some new species being discovered in the ocean and had mentioned that he won't be surprised when I I call him up and tell him that the megalodon has been proven, you know, to exist now, um, you know, because of all these discoveries. Some other people jumped on there and insisted that the megalodon will never be proven to exist because we know it exists, but the government hides it. And I didn't understand. <laughs> I'm like, well, why why would the government hide the megalodon? And because um, it's a pedophile. <laughs> He's a Satanist pedophile. He's good. We got it's the him. oldest. It's the oldest shark in the world, and it fucks all the younger sharks, which is every shark. 
<laughs> he's a pedophile shark well and it just you know so I'm, I'm asking like why would they do and i even throw in my own spin because obviously i don't fucking trust the government guys i'm, I'm probably a target to the fucking government i'm over here trying to pr- prove that fucking aliens is, exist and shit you know i'm, I'm trying to prove uh, something new and crazy to the world they don't like me we're not friends so you know I, I throw my own thing out there and i'm like listen if the megalodon existed if it existed today and we prove that it still exists then we could create a funding program to study them and they would fill that funding program with all kinds of unrelated bullshit and they'd make money off of it that way because that's what they do whenever they create these programs or whenever they they put on a new funding bill or whatever and um it ended up with me being called uh, redheaded garbage and 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 trash. And this person really hated redhead oh. because he just continued to to drill yeah, into the fact that I was a redhead. And well, you're not, are you really though? Are you really though? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it was just so. It was so bizarre to me. It was so weird. It was just the lashing out. It was. It went from zero to a thousand over one question. And I wasn't being illogical. I wasn't being rude or aggressive or anything like that. I was just trying to understand and it would just went way off the deep end. And so that's some incel rage, right? I think, I think you, that's a couple different things. I don't know if it was necessarily <laughs> you know, like, and it could be, you know, that is another thing. Yeah. I'm, I happen to be an attractive young woman in the field, which is unheard of anyway. Um, I mean, I don't know how many of those statements are actually accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of them. Um, you're, you're okay. You're redheaded you're garbage, even. Um, you're not even redheaded. This whole thing is fucking subterfuge. <laughs> that's, you, what, that's what makes me garbage, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. It was, it was so weird. I, I don't understand why it, I don't know why it played out the way it did. It was it was the weirdest string of insults I've ever had. Um, and, and it was just strange. It was like, you know, they, they were like, why don't you go? Well, they even like mentioned me dyeing my hair. They're like, why don't you go pour some more chemicals on your head? And I was like, right. I was like, right. If I didn't want to be a redhead, I would just like, I would just change it. You keep like coming at me with this redheaded thing. Like, like it's an insult. Like, I don't like that or something. And it's like, <laughs> it's weird. Right. It just was weird. And, but that happens a lot with a lot of things. Um, in in similar mindsets you know this is kind of these people also do they do subscribe to the q ideas they do and so this is probably connected to q somehow i'm sure this is connected to trump being the savior or whatever um but he's gonna ride that megalodon (laughs) i would i mean i don't know about anybody else but you know i'll be the first in line um (laughs) but you know these people they just become belligerent whenever you try to question their beliefs at all they just go way off the deep end and it's like you know so i don't that's what make that's how it's impossible to talk to them because of those reasons and it makes me sad because i really i would love to understand where you're coming from if you listen to this and, and you hate me already because you disagree with everything i've said thus far fucking come talk to me please come talk to me and let me ask you fucking questions without you right redheaded garbage <laughs> but so that i mean obviously that person was being an asshole um and you're not redheaded garbage um <laughs> but i think that i think that the reason people are apprehensive to talk about it is because i don't know i think that if you i think that if you put a camera and a microphone up to a lot of people that believe in cryptids or the supernatural they'll get a little cagey about having to confidently talk about their beliefs 
right? It, that's a hard thing for people to do. It takes a lot of, I mean, think about when I first came on the show. Like it, it takes a, that's a, that's hard shit to talk about because you know how you're going to sound. It's really you know that right? Yeah. And you know that people aren't going to believe you and you know that people are going to think you're fucking crazy or whatever. And that's kind of why they, they love these little cue bubbles is because it's just an echo chamber of people agreeing with them and telling them that they're so smart. Because that's that's the other thing too, is that the Q people think that they're woke and we're all asleep. Yeah. And that they're good shepherd they're shepherding us all towards the great awakening when Trump's master patriotic savior plan is, you know, his messianic plan is fucking revealed and we realize that what we thought was going on for the past four years wasn't really happening and this is what really is, and they kind of are on the inside, they already knew it. And, you know, we kind of talk about this whole, like, how do you, how do you, um, talk to people that are, or that are Q supporters and how do you talk to them about coming away from the cult? They, if you go and read their Twitter, like, uh, or that, that Reddit thing that you sent me, you know what I mean? Um, that, that Reddit group, they're kind of on, on that side of the fence. They're doing the same thing. They're talking amongst themselves about how to be supportive for their family who are not Q believers now, because after the Great Awakening, we're going to be the ones that are disillusioned. We're going to be the ones that have had reality ripped away from us and that are, are left like in shock. And they're preparing themselves to shepherd us through into this next era of human existence after all the pedophiles are round up and executed in the streets and we can go and live in peace and harmony. Cause that's the way, that's what we want to do. We, the, the world should be a better place than it is. And what's stopping us from being that man-made utopia is this is satanic, this evil cabal of Satan worshiping pedophiles that have infiltrated the democratic party, Hollywood, the Chinese government and Comet pizza. And, that when, when, once the once the uh, grand facade is ripped away, like we're going to be the ones shooting in our pants and drawing on the wall with it, right? Which I think is, is funny because they're obviously the ones that are wacko. Um, and I, you know, as far as like how do we deprogram them, I don't think we can because I I've tried to have conversations with them, and the all that I can do as far as I can get is just be a listener. Because even when I try to say things like, oh, well, this video says this and that was pretty wrong. Well, no, it doesn't matter. You know, like, right. look, look at like, like a brick wall and look at like the COVID thing, because a lot of these people were COVID deniers yeah. for the longest time. And especially the people in my life that I'm, I'm talking about specifically didn't think COVID was real. Didn't think COVID was real. COVID's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Then they got it. Yeah. And now they're blaming the Chinese. I'm like, well, <laughs> right. re remember when you said that it wasn't real? Like you were wrong. Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, the Chinese government did this, and it's a pandemic, and Fauci had had stock in something, or I don't know what the fucking bullshit is. But it's like, <laughs> but what about the? Well, well, hold on. I remember talking to you three months ago, and you thought this whole thing was fucking made yeah. up. Mm. But you had it, and and you know how serious it was because you were on your ass for three weeks, right? You guys both missed a lot of work, right? You were all real sick, so it's real, yeah. But you know, this is China going to war with us, and you know, thank God Trump's out there playing five D chess with them, or just you're like, oh, it's real. What they're like, they're like, well, what about BLM rioting over the summer? <laughs> right? 
exactly oh my god you pull up something totally unrelated and you're like what does that and they're like well china joe and you're like what does that have to do with anything we're talking about so i had i had a contractor at at my work come in and me and him were i don't know we were talking about weed and then we were talking about rogan and then we were talking about whatever whatever and then he started going down the cue hole and i just kept my mouth shut and was like oh okay and he's like he's telling me about how there was a laptop that that uh china stole from hunter oh and that was that was the thing too i don't know if i ever got to this point earlier where originally it was antifa that raided the capital yeah. and then once we saw the pictures of the people that raided the capital and it was clearly not antifa then the story changed to well those guys they're actually like cia operatives and that that dude with the face paint and like the beaver hat like he's ex he's ex navy intelligence <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here no he's not so it's like they tried to like rewrite the story that these guys were patriots and that when they and that's why they're all southerners and they're white men is because they work for the government yeah. and they're, mili- they're mil- military law enforcement and that's why the that's why the police let them in is because they wanted them to storm the capitol and steal all their laptops so that they could get they could get proof of them fixing the election because that's supposed to, what is there like a excel file on pelosi's laptop of like where the fucking stolen votes came from or some shit and like that's why they did all this stuff and that's what that's what that's what the cap the riot on the capitol really was was them getting these uh documents the for for q or for for the fucking feds or something even though it's like i'm right. sure they could have just gotten that stuff if they wanted to um and that was the deal with hunter biden over the, right. over the summer <laughs> was that they had a lap they they he was compromised because he had a drug addiction and the chinese had videotapes of him banging kids or something and that they were going to use that to influence joe because biden was going to do whatever he had to do to protect his kid and that's why trump was uh the cia's choice to be president was because he was so rich that he was untouchable because he didn't know anything to anybody and i remember i said to the guy but he's not rich because this was like right when like his tax returns came out and you found out the dude was in debt and he actually owed somebody like eight million dollars yeah and he, i was he's like rich but, off of borrowed money right yeah i was like but dude he's not independently wealthy in fact we don't even know who he owes his greatest amount of debt to and the guy was like very dismissive. He's like, whatever. He's like, but no, you gotta understand. That's why Trump's the perfect candidate for all this. Is I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> but no, but no. Your whole point was that he's untouchable because he's rich. Like he was buddies with Epstein too. Like there's more footage of Trump with Epstein than Hunter Biden. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah but the, okay. Well, me, I don't know. But it's, this is what the guy says. He's like, I don't know. But okay, so what? But my point is, is that the Democrats, and I'm like, <laughs> like yeah. all right, dude. Yeah, they just completely, they will not hear the, fa- they won't hear the facts. And it's like, so it doesn't, again, it goes back to that, make it make sense. It has to make sense in, in order for it to work. Either way, you know, at the end of the day, we are not, uh, we're not in danger of these people can they do some damage of course they can everybody's capable of doing that and if every single one of them decided to just suddenly be violent they could they could cause some damage however you know what i will say is that um first of all not every republican is is part of of their group okay so don't don't sit here and say republicans when you're talking about these crazy extremists okay i don't even though yes they they do vote republican um that's not fair to logical republicans um 
and that's coming from a pretty a pretty uh diehard lefty so <laughs> um you know second of all that we outnumber them sane people outnumber them our military most likely outnumbers them right um, they're they're not that they're not gonna topple the entire country you know um they might knock us on our ass a little bit but but you know at the end of the day you know as silly as that might sound and as cliche as it is we're americans like we're not gonna let that shit happen you know it's just not going to go well um you know democrats have guns too uh so <laughs> believe it or not um so that's not that's not an issue don't be afraid of these people um if, if it's people in your personal life that you have seen spiral into the q rabbit hole you know, again, your best bet for these people that you directly love and you care about is to gain their trust and then, again, work on deprogramming because they, again, they believe these things. Um, and it's difficult um, to do, you know, or you can try to wait it out and see if it blows over. It probably, I mean, in name it will, but they'll probably just jump on the next bandwagon. But, you know, that's your person. Your person needs to work through some heavy shit that they got going on that <laughs> is beyond... <laughs> this conspiracy stuff yeah um, or at least maybe try to turn them on to some better conspiracies that actually make sense and <laughs> tell them to go pick up like our show up. yeah yeah the, the right turn them on to our show tell them to go pick up a, a book by john keel and and really turn them on to stuff that actually fucking matters because in the grand scheme of things uh my honest opinion about the human race is that we're not shit anyway so <laughs> We just really don't. We're so insignificant. None of this even, none of it matters. It's probably pretty nihilistic, but I mean, it is what it is. I don't know. I don't know about these people. Um, but still, you know, I'll keep the invite open. Hell, I'll even have you on the show. I'll have you on the show if you can have a sit down, calm, intelligent conversation about these things. Um, you know, if you think I'm, if you think I'm wrong. Um, if you think that I've missed something here, um, please come speak out. I'm never, I'm not, I, you know, I, even though I'm, I'm, I'm rejoicing in the fact that Trump's been pan, been banned from Twitter. I'm not a censored type of person. I'm not for censorship. <laughs> um, so I, I will always have you on here to share your side. Um, I just ask that at the same time you hear mine and then that's it. So yeah. I'll do you one better. I'm not even going to try to tell you anything that i believe in i just want to hear what they have to say especially in the in the wake of whatever happens tomorrow yeah yeah you know that was kind of just how i framed everything with uh with with the cure in my life um i was You're just kidding. like i was just like hey listen in about in about a week and a half one of us is going to be proven right one of us is going to be proven wrong so there's no point in arguing about it now because at the end of the day history is going to unfold and it's not like you know she's not like saying like you know oh you gotta make sure you got like cases of water or something or like whatever you know what i mean she's not like a proper because it's not because i think her beliefs about us going to war with china didn't really affect us too much like on the south side of chicago but um you know i so i think that was kind of it was like all right well let's just see what happens like let's not argue about it now yeah, you know, you tell me what you think, you know, and I'll respond to it, but, uh, you know, and not be critical, but let's just see. And I think that what's interesting about this show is that, you know, this show is going to drop tomorrow and we are going to oh, probably at five o'clock, like <laughs> central standard time in the midst of 
who knows what. But I mean, we might look like complete assholes. We might. You know, if if some if we wake up tomorrow morning and there's some kind of crazy shit that's going on, you know, where like people are being round up in the middle of the night, and this is it, and Trump's not leaving, you know, and and he Biden is not is not elected, or there's some kind of God forbid, there's some kind of catastrophe at the inauguration, um, you know. I think we're kind of it's 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 the eve of history one way or the other. And I am a I am adult enough to admit when when I'm wrong. So, um, you know, I would happily do whatever. I don't know what what should we do. I should make a some type of a deal, I guess. If, if Trump doesn't leave tomorrow, <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask this. I know. But, usually, yeah, it's, usually, go it, ahead. usually it involves my boobs, but. I want to make it bigger than that. There's not much that are that's bigger than that, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> and no, not my butt. Um, <laughs> Your belt. <laughs> my, my belt it might be bigger than my boobs. Right. Um, I don't know what 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 should I what should I uh? I'll do whatever. I don't I I. I I am 99% sure that that Joe Biden's going to be the president tomorrow. Um, so I'm, I'm not really fearful. What should I, what should I do, Pat? You got any ideas? No, I have none. <sighs> <laughs> I, I have absolutely none. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll delete the whole show. The show will be canceled officially. If, if Trump is, is president. No, you know what? No, fuck that. Fuck that. If Trump remains president tomorrow, we will rebrand the show completely, and I I will be a cure. No, I think you should. Uh, I I think if well, I know what I would like to see, but I I don't know oh. if <laughs> if it would really be safe. I would say that you would um, submit to a. Uh, like get your documentary crew okay to follow you on a date let's see shit's not open but let's 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 hypothetically speaking say that shit was shit was open and we could um i would say let's let's put you out on a date with the tv with the with the film crew and it's you and uh your buddy from down the road um and let's just see if you guys hit it off you can go to a bowling alley and have a few burgers and a few beers and just kind of see where the night goes from there (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) okay all right that's that's easy i mean i could do that anyway is is there a demand for to for people to watch me go on dates i go on them no you know who i'm referring to no i don't oh come on ashley thank you Oh no, I don't know who I don't. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the world's biggest dick, of course. Oh, that guy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember his name. Yes. Uh yeah, absolutely. I will do that. We will we will have a um we'll go on a full date. We'll have a whole sex tape and everything. It'll be it'll be great. It'll be Oh my god. You don't have I mean, I'm not trying to pimp you out to him. <laughs> Well, come on now. Let's be real. Nobody wants to see me fucking eat hamburgers with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once it's edited down, it could be kind of funny. You know. <laughs> 
no, they want me to go and and have some some good old uh, sausage. Is what the <laughs> is what is what you guys want? That's fine. You know, I don't care what mm. it is. Uh, nothing violent. Well, that might be considered violent, um, but <laughs> nothing violent. Um, but but I I will do whatever. I you know, I don't care. Fucking tell me what you want me to do. You know what? It doesn't matter anyway. We'll already know by the time the show airs tomorrow. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we dodge this. Part. I mean, yeah, this is what I would suggest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would just if 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 something crazy happens in the afternoon, just don't upload this show right away, and you can just cut out these past like ten minutes, and then it's just it's the just whole thing. Like I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, That's we true. should do that. I mean, we could. I don't know if it'd be worth doing it, but I think that'd be funny to like re-record the ending. Be like, you know what I think is going to happen, and then. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes out it looks like we were somehow we, we predicted it no. yeah we're like oh tomorrow that's trump's gonna stay and this and that that would be pretty that we'd make some money off of it some good money off of it. i just i i mean i think i hope that it's just a peaceful transition and i do too you know i do too. we can all kind of move forward and just kind of get on with our lives yeah i don't we still have this pandemic to deal with like we're not out of the woods on this shit yet either right right well there's a lot there's there's a lot of of upheaval going on in the country right now and uh you know we need to get back to to being you know in some type of unity together maybe we're not all going to agree on the same things all the time however there is compromise to be had you just have to be willing to give a little and uh you know and and then you'll get some back that's how compromise works <laughs> and <laughs> you know I, I think we can do that i think it's possible we just have to really focus on making it work and you know that's that's where i'm at with it i i, I think i i feel pretty good about tomorrow um of course i'm still a little apprehensive because that shit just happened a couple weeks ago the capitol building thing and so we're all going to be on edge but but i think for the most part it'll it'll be okay yeah i think it'll be fine so but that's uh that's all i have to say about it uh you know in the meantime i'll keep you guys updated on the travis walton situation and uh we'll see you next wednesday